I really haven't taken any time to like process this, but I feel like sometimes that's the best is just to share something really raw. Um, I had like probably one of the coolest nights ever, uh, so far. Um, <laughs> it was like really good. It is, what is it right now? It's 10 51 PM. Um, at about 7 30 PM, I had just left Burger King. Uh, I ate some food and it was really good. Uh, I had two Whoppers and a Sunday and one of those Hershey's pies to be exact. And I was going to go for a short, like, 10-minute walk just to walk off that meal. It's really healthy for you, too, to walk a little bit or exercise, even just briefly, even 5, 10 minutes after you eat. Um, so I, I, went to, I went down to this park to do that. And then I was going to go and, and visit some people. Uh, it wasn't anything planned or anything like that. So I go down to this park. It's like 7.30 at that time. And I... I had to pee really bad, so I went to um, into this bathroom, and as I was going in, I saw this guy outside, and he looked like he was homeless, and I wanted to go talk to him, but I had to pee really bad, so I went I went in to the bathroom to go pee, and I came out of the stall, and I was washing my hands, and that guy came in, and he went in the stall, and uh, as he was in there, and like, men do not talk in the bathroom. It's like a social thing. You just don't talk in there. I don't know. But I just started talking to him as he's in the stall. And I was like, hey, man, you know, I saw your your boots, you know. And I just was just like, I thought you might be living out on the streets. I just want to see, like, you know, if you had anywhere to stay or, or what all that was like for you, you know. And he came out and started talking a bit. He was real, like, didn't say much at first. Um. I could tell he was kind of sketched out, like he thought I was a cop or something, and uh, I just shared with him, I was like, I was like, man, I just love Jesus, and I was like, dude, I don't have anything going on, I would just love to hang out with you, you know, and get to know you, uh, and uh, he was still kind of sketched out, but he was like, he's like, yeah, man, what you want to do, and he had this crazy, he's got this crazy accent, uh, like he's from like Louisiana or something. Like, I could hardly understand, like, half the things he said because it was such a southern accent. And it was just, like, so, so goofy. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you want to just, like, walk around? Because I could tell he was just out walking and stuff. Um, and he's like, he's like, yeah, man, that sounds good, man. We're going for a walk. <laughs> like, just the way he talked was hilarious. Um, so we went walking for a little bit. Um, and... Uh, and then he's, we walked by, we were walking down this alleyway and, um, and he's like, man, I got to run in here. And he goes to run into this person's house or apartment or whatever. Uh, and he's in there for like 20 minutes and I was, he's like, just wait here, wait here. And I'm waiting outside and it's like in this ghetto alley, right? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I could tell it was just something to do with drugs. <laughs> and so I'm just waiting outside and I called my buddy back because I had a missed call from him. And I'm just chilling out there. And then he he comes back outside and he's got this dude that I know that's with him. <laughs> and it, it was a, a guy that I knew. Um, 
that was trying to get sober for a while, but he'd relapsed. Um, and I got to just pray with him. And uh, he was like, he had this backpack. This was the guy that was in the house that the dude was visiting. Um, that I, I can't use anybody's name, so it's weird telling stories. But, but anyways, he had this backpack, and he's like sorting all this stuff out in this alleyway. And it's like, basically, he had like zip ties and all this stuff. It looked like equipment to steal cars. And he had this saw in there. Uh, and he had some sawed-off padlocks. And it was just, it was really ghetto. And I'm just like hanging out with this with these two dudes. And um, and I just got to pray with them, encourage them, you know. I was like, man, you know, obviously right now, you know, you're not sober. But like, you know, I want to encourage you to keep going after it. Like, this is for you. There's a place for you to live free of this. There's a place for a better life, man. And, um, you know, he just, he actually received it really well, man. He just got blessed. And then he took off with this dude in another car. And then me and the, the Louisiana guy, um, we go, we go out walking again. And like, he's just down to walk around a bunch. So him and I walk and walk and walk. And we take this huge loop, um, I think we probably walked a total of like, um, maybe like four or five miles. So we were out there a long time, uh, and we're walking through fields and stuff. My my shoes are so muddy right now, um, <laughs> and we're just talking and walking and talking, and um, this is a beautiful thing. And I just got to know this guy and just hang out with him and um, got to get a little bit of his past, you know and. And I, I think I prayed for him like three or four times as things would come up that he was sharing. And the Spirit of God was just like, I don't know, just basically just like, this dude just needed someone to spend time with him. And like, so the heart of God, like, like he just wants us to know that he's right here, you know? Like, it's so good. So, so good. So me and this dude are walking. We're like way out there at this point. And I'm like, man, you want to go get some pizza? And he's like, yeah, man, for sure. It sounded like he was speaking in tongues, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we, we walked back and we got in my car. And as we were getting into my car, and I'd thought about this, you know. Uh, and, I, and I'd asked him, you know, and I'd shared some some stories about my life with him, you know, I asked him what kind of drugs he does and stuff, and he said he mainly smoked weed, um, and wasn't really into the other stuff as much, and as soon as we got into my car, I could smell it like he had weed in the car, and, uh, and I've thought about this before, you know, and I've ended up in situations like this over the past couple years since I've been sober, where, I've wanted to help somebody out and give them a ride and they've had drugs in my car. And um, yeah, God just really assured me during this. He's like, Jordan, there's, there's weed in your car right now, but I want you to, uh, I want you to just go and spend time with this guy go get the pizza. You'll be fine. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, probably a lot of people would disagree with that. Uh, <laughs> um, and there's a good chance that's probably not all that was in the car um, you know there's probably other stuff too um, 
But when God tells us to do something, uh, we should probably do it. So <laughs> things generally go a lot smoother. So we went to the the pizza place and we got the pizza and then we drove. Um, we sat outside the store that had a picnic table. We we're just hanging out eating the pizza, and and we, you know, I'd asked him when we were out walking before. I was like, man, have you had any like experiences where you just got to like see God, you know, and and like just like a like a godly encounter, you know? It could be like seeing a baby be born. Uh, it could be like seeing some kind of healing thing or some kind of crazy dream, you know, or whatever. Are there are there any experiences you had where it was like, whoa, God was just showing you something? And the first time I asked him, he he. We kind of ended up talking about something else, uh, and then the second time I asked him that out walking, he he shared with me some stuff um, about you know he'd seen people get free from addictions and different things, and he's like, man, that's God, you know, and I'm like, dude, yeah. <laughs> and um, when we were sitting at the picnic table, he he kind of shared with me some more, you know, um, and. Uh, and then I could tell he had definitely spent some time in the Word, uh, and he'd spent some time in churches. Um, but yeah, it was like, God just wants this dude. Um, he, he just wants him. He just wants him like wrapped up in his arms to where he knows that he's held by the arms of love. Um, and he wants him in community with other people that that love him and care for him and encourage him, you know. And, yeah, it's just, it's, I just could feel God's heart during this. Like this guy out walking around all night because he's cold and sleeping during the day when it's still warm enough to sleep outside. Um, you know, God is, God is so good. He so loves us, so, so loves us and knows exactly what we need. And then we um, we finished the pizza and I was like, dude, I want to show you where I live. Uh, and again, I was kind of sketched out about that too because obviously this dude could rob me. I have a bunch of music equipment, like thousands of dollars worth of stuff, iPad, all this, right, uh, recording equipment, um, but again, God's like, no, he's like, dude, that ain't even, that ain't even your stuff, dog, <laughs> oh, and we don't lock our doors, my roommate and I, um, we believe that if somebody wants to come in here, whether it's for something good or bad, um, that God can work with that and do something amazing. <laughs> so I came and we came back here and showed this guy where I live. And I told him I gotta go to bed. He didn't come inside, he was just on the outside. Um, but I invited him. I was like, anytime you see my car here, um, you know, you're welcome to come by. And we can hang out and talk. He doesn't have a phone or anything like that. And 
I think him and I are about the same age. He was maybe like 25, you know? And um, he's he's into recording music and stuff too. Like, I like to... I like to, to write and record songs and I'm into rapping and, and that kind of stuff and it's all just to worship and honor God now um, and just give myself to him. And and this guy, uh, the Louisiana dude, he was he's really into that, into rapping and stuff, so um, and I told him I've got a, I've got a studio set up here, you know, and he should come by and and we can we can do some stuff um but yeah so like man i don't know that was just that was one of the coolest things ever and like even if i never see that dude again like god is just like god is just pouring out on him there's probably a lot of people that have given him food or given him money um but man God is like there was something so good about just being able to hang out with this guy for like 3 hours, 3 and a half hours, whatever it was, like and it's just like his heart, like it's so God's heart, like he has time for us, you guys. He has time for you. Like doesn't matter what time of day like he's just excited about your life and enjoys spending time with you that place where you're just like totally just like yielded to him in worship and prayer in the word when no one else is around when you're with your brothers and sisters in Christ like people that just just filled with the spirit like and you come together and you just worship him and you just put your focus on him like he's he's so about it he's so about just spending time with us um and that's I think that's one of the best things we can give away to anybody yeah so good thank you God thank you that you're awesome God thank you that you so don't change ever and like you continue to open our eyes God to just like how crazy good you are Mm. God I pray I pray over everybody listening to this like that they would just become more and more yielded to what you're doing, God. More and more open to just radical obedience, God. And not just not just in reaching out to people and, and loving other people, but God, in loving themselves and receiving everything that you have for them, God. I just pray for a radical obedience, God. If you want somebody listening to this, to go fast and not eat or drink for a day, two days, three days, and just seek you. If you want someone listening to this to get up uh, at four in the morning every day and just pray and worship and sing and, and spend time with you. God, if you want somebody listening to this 
whatever that that thing is, God, I pray that they would just that they would just hear what you're saying right now in Jesus name, God. Um Jesus, you paid the price for direct access to God the Father. And like how awesome is that? Oh. Thank you, God. Nothing stands between us. Nothing stands between us. Man. Yeah. He is right here with us, you guys. He is so, so, so present with us right now. He is your dad. He loves you. Yeah. Man, there's something so cool about, like, not having anything to lose, you know? Like, because when we've got a lot to lose, when we've got a lot we're holding on to that we value, um, like what other people think of us, physical possessions, money, a job, um... You know, it could be a lot of different things. When we've got a lot of things to lose like that in the world, like, it's just, there's there's not as much freedom to go and just give everything. But when we, when we change our perspective on those things that we have, on the job and the house and the car and all that, and our and our perspective is it's all God's, all of my time, all of my money, my body. When my perspective is that it's all God's, then I don't have to worry about losing it. He'll take care of it. <laughs> and if he's the one asking me to go do this crazy stuff... Like, yeah, I hope that makes sense. That wasn't really a complete sentence. Um, I feel like really, really just like deeply in the spirit for a lack of words that don't sound spiritual. Um, <laughs> Oh man, yeah, he's so, so good. I just, I bless you guys in Jesus' name with just spirit of love, spirit of revelation come right now on everybody listening to this, God. We need more and more understanding, God. We need more and more of your heart. God, we don't need, we don't need, um, (laughs) A bunch of useless end time prophecies that are only making people nervous. We don't need uh, a ministry that's going to make a bunch of money, God. We don't need um, to fill up our schedules with a hundred million things every single day and stay packed from start to finish. No, God, we need we need constant communion with you every day. God, we need constant fellowship with you, the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, 
we need we need that every day god we need to just be with you above everything so i bless everybody listening to this 